and welcome to Virtual Show, your only late night VR talk. I'm your host, Wes. With me, as always, my good friend Roots, and as not always, but ever increasingly, uh, our good friend Eric. Hello, gentlemen. Hello, uh, Roots. Hello, Eric. Thanks for joining us uh, tonight. Hey, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, guys? I was I almost missed it. I was running down to Best Buy to get in line to get my 3080 in the morning. <laughs> but I said, I said, you know what? I can't miss Virtual Strangers. I got to leave it. Well, guess what, bro? You're already screwed because there's probably already a line all the way around the block. Uh, you know, that's what's funny is Sion was saying in the Discord, he was saying that uh, he called a, a manager and they said you could come down um, at like two hours before. And I'm thinking, you know, I whenever something like this is going on, I'm going, I'm driving by three hours, four hours before, and there's already 150 people in line for a video card that they probably have 30 of. Um, you know what I mean? I, they don't have 150. So, like, if you get there two hours, I mean, you're cutting it close, man. I, I, For me, you got to be numb. I, the worst thing in the world would be to wait all that time and then have them run out and uh, screw that bullshit. I can't do yeah, it. they're already there. and There's no doubt that people are already there. And it's kind of nuts because are they getting 3080 straight or 3080 Ti? I think it's the 3000 series. It, uh, but that's what uh, Cyan said that um, he would be able to get the 3080 Ti and the 3090. So it sounds like they've got a good, you know, variety. I don't know. It's like a smorgasbord of video cards, I guess. You know, the good news is uh, these lines uh, are getting shorter and becoming ever closer. Uh, to becoming a thing of the past and not just with graphics cards, but with the consoles, uh, we're starting to finally see uh, supply catch up to demand a little bit. Now it's obviously still has a way to go, but people are getting their stuff, man. I mean, you can see it on the discord uh, with the playstations and, and, and the graphics cards. Uh, those who have been uh, ever persistent are finally having their patience pay off so uh you know it's good I, and i get it if there are people out there who don't want to go wait the lines mm -hmm. uh, but the good news is uh, again the lines are getting shorter and we're becoming ever closer day by day to actually just having these things show up on shelves instead of having to uh, wait in these big queues to uh, get them let's hope I feel I feel a Charlie Brown football moment coming. <laughs> it's not going to be good. A radio runt, man. He is bragging. He is like he said. I don't need to wait in line. I don't have to worry about it. I'm running out. I got my 3080. My 3080 is going to Idaho. So um, I am happy for your 3080, and I'm happy you're going to Idaho. That's uh, awesome, bro. Yeah, you're absolutely. We're gonna be hijacking that moving truck on the way to Iowa. <laughs> yeah, Idaho. let me Potato. escort you, bro. <laughs> Right, he's going to have uh, armed guys come up on those little uh, motorcycles like you see in action movies, just come up one on each side of him, rob him. Yeah, what would be classic <laughs> is if uh, he's driving and he's smiling, he's thinking about his 3080, and he sees Roots drive by, and I'm holding his 3080, and somehow I got it out of the back of his truck. I'm going, bro, I got your card, radio run, what you think about that, bro? That's good. William uh, <laughs> Drew VR says, pass on the 3000 series. There isn't enough on PC VR for me to binge on an index or a graphics card. I've already done it with a Quest 2 and a 2060. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, to be honest, you make valid points. Uh, if you're 
primarily a VR gamer. Um, I mean, a Quest 2 and a 2060 is, I mean, it's good enough. It'll run anything that's on PC VR right now. Am I wrong? Yeah, no, no, you're not wrong. He says, but then again, I'm getting a little bored with VR, so grain of salt here. Uh, just give me a smaller number of even better uh, multiplayer titles. You know, and I get exactly what he's saying. Like, I've been getting, I've playing some Hades, and that's game's amazing. There's a lot of good flat games out there. You can do both. Um, I, you know, and I found out today when I was going into some of the games I went into, um, and, you know, it's been a few days since I went into, and it was like a kind of like a refresher, you know, like, you know, it's, it's nice to take a couple days off and then everything pops a little bit more. Um, because, uh, I was blown away by just the beginning <laughs> of, uh, one of the titles we're talking about. And I was like, man, this thing is popping. It was good. Dark Angel says, I waited 10 hours in the cold rain for Nine Inch Nails last swing through Boston. It was the cold, black, and infinite tour, and it felt accurate. Uh, yeah, I've seen uh, I've seen Nine Inch Nails a few times, actually. Thankfully, uh, we always already uh, had our tickets through Ticketmaster, and I didn't have to wait in any kind of rain uh, to do so. Uh, but if you're a fan of Nine Inch Nails and you're a fan of VR, be sure to tune into our show on Sunday because I have got some news to share with you and it is exciting. You don't want to miss this, Dark Angel. It sounds good. I don't want to miss it, damn it. Dark, Dark Angel <laughs> probably already knows because I, I'm pretty sure she follows me on Twitter mm. and uh, I, I've been a little bit vocal about how I feel about it on there. Um, but it's amazing. It's awesome. And uh, I can't wait to talk about it on the news uh show on sunday cool sounds good hell yeah anyway uh lots to talk about here tonight so uh we're, we're going to give our impressions uh of i expect you to die too which came out a couple of days ago maybe even yesterday um from shell games before we do that we're going to do something we haven't done for a while here on the channel and uh, we're going to do a backlog report. We've all had the opportunity this week to attack a title from our backlog. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that experience. But before we get to that, let's kick it off the way we always do by saying hello to our friends in chat. And we already said hello to Dark Angel joining us for the second day in a row. Thank you, my lady. Thanks for stopping by. As is Wolveraza. What's up, buddy? Onakazi in the house, as is Delirium Drew radio runt and i think that might be oh spry guy spry guy and diz also in the house what's a up fellas alien kara as well way up yeah, I'm, top. I'm, on, I'm on top chat <laughs> thanks <laughs> thanks for saying that uh okay so there we are we're, we're we're back in line with the uh the live chat uh so thanks welcome come one come all uh let's talk a little vr and I guess I'll go first with the backlog report because anyone who has been watching the channel at all this week, anybody who's clicked the button in the bell that you see down there below already knows what my backlog title is because I've been sharing all of my gameplay live with our audience. And that game, of course, is The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. Um, you know, uh, I wanted to stream something the other day. And of course, I had this long list of uh, games that we've covered lately that I want to get back into and uh, share a little bit more of. 
but uh you know people have been talking in my ear about saints and sinners and, and it's always kind of just stayed in the back of my mind and uh, i'm really excited for the game right now because obviously we have aftershocks coming up a few weeks time we're going to get substantial dlc for this game and uh i want to be ready for it and in order to access that dlc you have to finish the game and while it is true that i have more hours in this vr game than any other by far i've never actually rolled credits on it i've played deep into it multiple times on multiple platforms and i've never actually beaten the game hmm. uh, so that's the goal and uh roots we put in seven hours over the last couple of days into this game and uh, i'd be right back in it right now if we weren't doing this yeah i don't doubt it actually you've been cr cranking it out it was cool the other night when the uh, one of the devs dropped by the stream and uh it was a really good conversation all the people here uh, wolveraza i know you were there um picking their brain um it's just cool when devs are available to um to answer questions right and uh yeah this game is is definitely one of the best Wes, yeah, do you have the, you have do you have the issue that I have that sometimes I get close to an ending of a game and I don't want it to end and I kind of like postpone it right I'm like all right I kind of put it off you know what I mean like I keep putting it off like I did that with Half Life Alex I like I put it off and I put it off and then I finally like all right I gotta beat it I gotta finish and beat it I do to an extent but it, it's not just that I don't want it to end uh, honestly there, there's so many great games that I want to play I'm constantly being pulled in all directions wanting to try all of it and uh, i have a hard time focusing on one game which is weird for me because before i got into content creation here on youtube uh, i was like scion pick one two tops play all the way through them and then move on to the next and now i'm to the point where i'll put a few hours into a game move on to the next one and then when i come back to the original game i start over again and play the same three hours over and over <laughs> and over and over again uh, so that is, uh, that's why I am committed this time. Uh, we're pretty much on the line now with regards to my live streams. We're, all, we're getting close to the line of, uh, uh, of we're getting ready to cross into stuff I haven't done yet, which is really exciting. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, well, that's what's crazy to me is that you haven't never finished it. Um, or, or, uh, you keep playing through the same couple hours, but you know, the beauty of this game is um, it's always different, right? doesn't matter yeah. if it's the same three because you always, you're playing it different. I know this time you're playing it as nice guy Wes, not uh, evil Wes. And well, I'm kind of chaotic neutral this time. It's <laughs> like, I, I'm starting down the right path. I am helping people, random strangers that I find, but if I feel like they're being rude, ax in the face, bro, every time. And, and uh, I helped the lady, you know, in the first mission, I helped her out. I, I took care of her husband. I brought the ring back to her and I thought I would, uh, you know, be honest with her and give her the truth about what her husband did to her children. And then her tone changed, man. And she started yelling at me and, and biting my head off. So, mm. uh, you know, I had to do what I had to do. Axe to the face. Mm. Don't talk to me like that. You, you, know? you don't think she was, she don't think she was in shock <laughs> for the news. I know she, I know she was in shock after I hit her because she was twitching. <laughs> oh, well, well, at least she doesn't have to worry uh, about her husband anymore. Uh, Delirium drew, uh, which is the truth. Uh, $5, uh, tip there or donation. He said, PC VR. He's 
I guess he's yawning. It says, I see Index 2 Wireless and Q3 having a bright future. He's got his eyes on this uh, new headset, and then uh, he's still got Pop 1, Firewall, and Beat Saber still his main jams. But I think he's take, uh, maybe taking a little lull um, uh, out of VR and uh, more into maybe flat, or I don't know what you're doing. What are you doing, Drew? What's going on, bro? He sounds like he's taking more of a break from PC VR and sticking with PlayStation, which is understandable mm. with that awesome library. And, um, you know, I've, I've, you know, I've been playing a lot of PlayStation VR lately, but what I haven't done yet is uh, aim controller games. So uh, that's, uh, that's probably going to be something that I jump into next when I get back into my PSVR. But uh, thank you, Drew. Thank you for the support. We very much appreciate it and we appreciate you being here wolveraza says she got lippy with you bro mm -hmm. she did <laughs> she absolutely did uh but what you're saying is true because um you know i'm around day eight right now on my playthrough and um while there are still things left to do in the game that i've already done uh there were things that i did on the last stream that i've never done i went to a map that i've never been to it was by mistake. I thought I was going to one place and I went to the next. Uh, but I went to a new map last time. I had a new dialogue with Casey that uh, that I have never had before. And just for some context here, I, I, I don't just play a few hours of this game when I play it. I'm at about 35 hours on just the Steam version, okay? About 35 hours just in the Steam version. And I've played the PlayStation version and the Quest version uh, maybe not as much, but a lot as well. So for, for the fact that I'm getting in here now and getting new stuff, even still without having gone past my high watermark, so to speak, is, uh, is really amazing. Um, Eric, have you, have you experienced this multiple playthroughs of this game yet? Or have you only went into it once? No, I definitely did. I started with the, with the PC version and then, uh, you know, I played through, you know, I had to play through with the Quest version because I just wanted to see what it was like. So I played multiple in both. Um, but, I mean, that that just goes to show you how great this game really is because you can play through it so many different ways. There's no no two playthroughs have to be the same or three playthroughs have to be the same. <clears throat> I was watching you, and I'm, I love watching you stream because our play styles are so different. I mean, between the three of us, I'm probably sit somewhere in the middle. I'm, you know what I mean? Because where you're very, very methodical, and then Roots is, Chaos. I don't even want to play the tutorial. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of like somewhere in the middle. So it's it's, it's amazing to see how you play through these games. Um, and when you see a game like this, where there's so much um, difference, because I can play the game completely different than you can, or even Roots can. Uh, can. So it's, it's amazing what they do with this game, right? And that's why you keep going back to it. There's no reason. If this game wasn't what it was, there'd be no reason to ever play through it on multiple platforms or, or multiple playthroughs, right? Onslaught. Yeah, well, it, it, it's uncommon for uh, a game that's this story-driven because this is a very narrative-driven game. Uh, it's very uncommon for it to have this kind of replayability. And uh, I think that has a lot roots to uh, a lot to do with why we chose it as the game of the year last year overall uh not only you know that i mean but that was a big part of the reason because uh story driven games typically you play through it once at most twice and you're done with it but this game 
uh, depending, of course, upon your decision making, uh, is uh, infinitely replayable because it's a different experience every time you go into it. Yeah. I mean, just for example, if you uh, decide to stick in one place for a long time and then decide to go to those towns later, all the stuff's gone, right? So how you scavenge changes as well. So uh there's a lot of aspects to this game and i still i mean i i laugh that you haven't finished this game but i still haven't finished this game i kind of did what eric kind of said i drug it out a little bit except for mine was i i didn't like the ending that i accidentally triggered and um and so i was like no i i can't let it end that way and then i just never went back i i kind of did what you did wes every time i've gone back in since i've always started back at the beginning and worked my way through several days and never made it through the full thing so i'm gonna have to do that i'm gonna have to get through uh before i can see the expansion so yeah and and you know even though this is like my billionth playthrough of the game and uh i'm what eight days into the the story now and uh you know seven hours of gameplay i already have good reason to want to start over because i'm pretty sure i blew up a side quest yesterday without even thinking about it. And, you know, I mentioned that I went into a map accidentally that I've never been in before. And there were survivors there, people uh, standing around. So I walked up to this lady and um, she said that you didn't bring the right stuff. She had her hand out. She said, you didn't bring the right stuff. And then she like drew a gun on me or something. What? And, you, you know, uh, obviously we just talked about it. You're not going to take that kind of tone with me. So ax to the face uh you're done but i'm pretty sure there was some kind of a side quest or side mission going on there that i just hadn't got around to uh triggering it properly just yet um and then you know after i, I put her down i went around the corner and there was another dude that drew a gun on me and uh well i guess we can all guess what happened to that guy too so what were you supposed to bring them that they were pissed was it like meth or something they were like where is my drugs damn it that's <laughs> what it seemed like that's what it seemed like and and uh eric again another thing i love about this game is how you can visit uh areas of the map and then revisit them and there will be all new survivors have having moved in and um and you can interact with them. Sometimes they'll give you side quests. Sometimes they'll just need something like medicine and you'll give them one item and they'll give you a box full of goodies, which actually happened to me yesterday as well. Yeah. I mean, the, the way this, the world, they, the way they make this world is so open to choices and decisions that you make almost like no other VR game. I mean, there's other flat games out there that, that, you know, have repercussions with choices, but I can't think of another VR game. Can you guys where you're, your choices have such a repercussion on your playthrough than this game. And that, you know, like I said, how many, how many VR games where you, you've been through one area or even a flat game, you've been through one area, you go back and the same dead bodies are still there that you left the last time here. It's completely different. Things can change from one sitting to the next. If you, like I said, if you stay in one area too long, you move to another area, all that stuff is completely gone. Now, you know, it's, it's amazing what they did with this game. Yeah, and, and the choices uh, that you're talking about, which affect your path in the game, are multifaceted. You have the choices you make on the character level when you interact with these characters, which determine, uh, you know, not only the path that you take, but the kind of character that you're going to be. Are you going to be a saint? Or are you going to be a sinner? Are you going to be towered? Are you going to be reclaimed? Are you going to be neutral? 
all of this stuff's playing out on the character level. But if you want to back out and take it even up one notch, you constantly have uh, three different directions that you can go on any, any given day. And the way it works, you know, you wake up to start the day and uh, you can only travel out to one area, take on one uh, objective and then come back and then you have to go back to bed and, and start, uh, start again the next day. But on any given day, uh, you can either further the story along a line with Casey, who you communicate with on the radio. You can further the story along a line with May, who you can uh, communicate with through uh, drops. And then besides either of those two, you can just go scavenge, which um, if you tune into a cer certain radio station, every day there's a new uh, stash of supplies in one of the areas on the map that you can go pick up if you're fast enough. Uh, so again, it, it's different layers and dimensions of uh, decision-making, which makes this game uh, so versatile with regards to the different playthroughs and the, 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 the number of different paths that you can take. And, um, you know, Roots, as versatile as the game is, from a narrative perspective and a gameplay perspective, it's just as versatile uh, with compatibility because, uh, you know, having played this game on PC, on PlayStation, on Quest, it, it's it's the best game on pretty much every platform. Yeah, well, I mean, that's one, one of the reasons why we gave it Game of the Year, right? Is that it was just, it was amazing on every platform that hit every platform and didn't just hit one, like, one of the other amazing games of the year um but uh now let me ask you this either one of you have did either have you ever either of you done a, a scavenge run or ammo run or anything like that because i have not so i don't know what to expect or what to um am i going to get a lot of stuff is it worth it like am i wasting my time that's my thing because it's a lot of work bro i could be like talking to casey or hanging out in the house you know or the bus you know <laughs> chilling you want to take yeah. that one, Eric? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely. If you, so if you listen to that radio, it'll give you like it'll it'll tell you that there's a a supply run or there, um, there there uh you know a supply drop in a certain spot, and as long as you go there and you get there fairly quickly, now they're going to be they're they're going you know they, if you don't get there at the amount of time, it's going to be gone, or there's going to be other people there. But I mean, it's definitely worth it. I mean, I've done it a couple times and gotten some good stuff out of it. But that's cool yeah. that you can keep doing it, right? I mean, you can do it. Like, I don't know how long, how many days could you go in, like 50 days? I mean, I wonder what the game would look like 50 days in, you know what I mean, if you keep doing it. Yeah, and I'm kind of getting to that point now where mm -hmm. I have to decide how long I want to drag it out, right? Because I'm getting closer to the end of the main mm -hmm. story arc of the game. Uh, but there's so much more that you can do, and it's so fun just to play and scavenge. You know, it's one of my favorite things to do is to explore these maps. And with the way the, uh, the world is dynamic and changes, all the time it's it's pretty much a game that i could just play every day without really progressing the story all that much and uh with regards to these supply drops it's really cool because they they only give you you know which area of the city that it's in after that you gotta find it dude it's not just go there and get it let's go there and find it and get it and uh, that's the uh, not always uh the easiest thing to do uh but on my last playthrough uh, it actually lined up quite perfectly 
that one of May's Intel drops that I needed to recover was in the same spot that one of the medical supplies drops uh, over the radio came through. So I got to kill two birds with one stone. And it's not the most supplies ever, uh, but it's certainly a nice little bonus uh, if you run up on one of those things. It, it'll take up a good page of your uh, backpack inventory. Oh, damn. That sounds pretty good. Well, especially if you're just going there for intel. That must have been a nice little shock and surprise, right? That's pretty cool. I Actually, think... I forgot about it. I got in there and I forgot about the uh, the medical supplies. And then I uh, I got the intel drop and got found out. I had the, uh, the, the tower coming down on me. So I popped into this little trailer off to the side of the map. And inside that trailer was this medical stash. And I oh, was like, God. oh, yeah. And Dude. I just uh, filled my backpack <laughs> up and then uh, died. Talk about <laughs> talk about luck, though, man. That's crazy, right? To just happen to stumble into there. But I think what Eric was saying is would be really cool to actually try um, in a stream or something, Wes, for you uh, to just see how, like, just do a whole bunch of days of scavenging um, at, through those or looking for those crates or however and just seeing how far you can push it how many days how crazy will the zombies get on day 50 on day 60 on day 100 you know what i mean how long can the weasel last i think that would be that, a good stream that's a good that would be, make a good series right like oh, yeah. uh, the ultimate survival how long can you uh survive in the world of the walking dead without dying that would kind of have to be the stipulation right when you die you have to start over yeah um That'd be a but, good mode, uh, yeah. for, mode for them to add, right? A, a... Yeah, actually. Like, a lot of games do that, right? The permadeath? Yeah. You only get one life? Yeah, I mean, you know, and if people want to complain, they don't have to play that mode, you know? But that'd be a cool mode. I think that'd be cool, Um, like you said, a cool series. And think about this. Like, day 60, day 70, and a good portion of that is scavenging. Think about what weapons you're having. You're not, you know what I mean? You're not worried about, like, Wolveraza's talking about crafting syndrome right you've got so many so much supplies you're just crafting everything you want you, your whole bus would be full it'd be cool yeah dark angel says luckily i always die really close to the boat which is right which is right <laughs> so like whenever i die I, I, it's always just by you know the skin of my teeth that i didn't make it so all you have to do is hit continue and you can go pick up your supplies wherever you died at and uh, luckily i never had to go too far that's not there's nothing bad. worse than when you can't get your backpack back all right and you mm -hmm. die and you're like oh, oh i can't get your backpack oh no yeah, yeah you spend all this time locating the stuff and uh, and going through all the trouble to get it only to uh lose it uh to to zombies and especially when uh when, when it's like jank and stuff and in the, the struggle like half the time uh i played yesterday i would hit these zombies with my axe and it would just bounce off of them and uh and then they would grab me so like that was very frustrating yeah yeah i actually saw that a couple times on the stream when i was watching that's crazy yeah i, th I think uh, i think it was because i was playing with g2 and th they want you to get a, a good wide swing in to uh, pierce the skull but as we all know the, the g2 can't see back here right mm. and and on top of that i have my uh my mod mac mounted right behind the camera over here uh, on the right side so like that made it have even less tracking after i realized what the problem was uh, i started following my hand back with my eyes and then watching it all the way through 
and uh, that problem happened a lot less frequently. Do you uh, think you think it would have been better if you weren't if you were standing instead of seated to get like more? Oh yeah, definitely. leverage into the into the because because I I played it both ways. I played it standing and and seated, and uh, you know you're in there for a long time with this game. You're gonna want to <laughs> I want to play it seated, but I I think I've always had better luck when I was standing. Yeah. I play standing anymore like when I absolutely have to. Like if I'm playing yeah. Swarm or, or something like that where you have to move quickly, I'll stand up. But most of the time, I'd say 95% of the games I play, I play seated. And um, and I'm just, I'm an old dude and my feet hurt. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, sue me. Right? Yeah. That's true, man. Just standing for a long time in one spot. We need those uh, those pads or something, right? Some kind of a thick um cashier standing pad or whatever it's called he needs old man sneakers new balances oh yeah <laughs> that's so right. new balances yeah that's that right because i'm uh i'm wearing uh doc martens here so oh yeah uh, so so it probably would help if i would put on something a bit more comfortable uh anyway uh there's not a whole lot left about this game that we haven't said already and for sure we're going to be revisiting it in a month as aftershocks releases i'm really really excited for aftershocks i think it's going to be way more than anyone expects it to be uh i think we're going to be amazed at just how much they're they're going to give us for free and roots the good news is they've said it already this is just the beginning for their plans for this game uh aftershocks is just step one of many so uh you know knowing the level of quality that they produce and just how awesome this game is i mean that that's exciting to hear that is that's really good news and exciting and uh can't wait to um to play it i can't wait to have tiffany on the show sometime soon that'd be cool too yeah yeah we've been working that one out so stay tuned lots of things coming i've got the other guests too lined up that i don't even think i've told you about yet roots so uh, uh we, we got good stuff happening over the next month or two on the channel so if you haven't already you want to hit the button and the bell uh be sure that you're keeping up with all of our content because it's only going up 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 from here i almost question your soul if you don't haven't subscribed by now so. well rather says oh shit you got docs yeah man that that's the school i'm from bro uh i wanted these like my whole like teenage years i always wanted a nice pair of docs but uh you know shit's expensive so i never could afford it and uh well we uh finally finally a couple years ago uh bit the bullet and got a pair of them yeah they're worth it right they're lasting a couple of, uh, couple of years at least yeah 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 they're still in pretty good shape too actually uh anyway root uh, i'm sorry eric I, I feel like um the walking dead saints and sinners was a good game to lead off with in this discussion because uh you know so much of the gameplay revolves around uh narrative driven decision making and your backlog title attempts to do something fairly similar doesn't it yeah yeah they they, they try and uh i was i was pleasantly surprised with this game i'll tell you right up front i uh i didn't know what to think about it i've had it in my library for four months i checked it was been in my library for four months and i've never touched it and uh, I'm glad that uh, you guys asked me to be on to do this because I w needed a reason to push myself into this, and I'm so glad I did. Yeah, the, the factor, I feel like, is one of uh, 
PCVR's Forgotten Gems. Like this game was a big deal uh, before it came out. Like this was one of those mythical games that we waited on for a long time. And then when it came out, people were kind of let down a little bit by the length of the game. And I, I feel like uh, they let their their expectations get in the way of in the enjoyment that this game does provide. Uh, Roots, I thought Defector was one of the best titles of the year uh, when it came out, I think, in 2018. Yeah, you know what was really weird about it was um, people, <laughs> it's the first time I've ever seen people complain about a game being too cheap. You know? They said uh, they were worried that it was uh, it was too cheap and it was not going to be good because of the price. And like there was this whole thing over that. And then when it came out, it wasn't long enough. And like I just said, like, pick your poison here, people. I, my thing is I really enjoyed it. I thought the story, even just from the beginning, um, you know, really gripped you. Now, granted, it did seem like uh, the beginning of the thing was like what they really focused on and then kind of maybe ran out of time and they finished the game even they finished a good game but it wasn't as intense as that first area right yeah, yeah the, the, i'm sorry Wes, uh, i'm sorry no i was just basically going to agree with them i feel like uh they wanted to kick the uh, game off with a bang and they certainly did that didn't they yeah yeah i was gonna say the same thing it was almost like it was almost like they did it wrong backwards like it, that first stage was so good like you almost wanted that to be like your climb, you know, the climax or the or the end of the end of the game, right? Right, right. Uh, but uh, with that said, it's not like there there were other exciting parts of the game. I, I specifically like the uh, the scene where you're up in the high rise and you have the dude tied to the chair mm. and uh, you're trying to extract information from him. Are you familiar with the scene, Eric? Oh my god, I was laughing my ass off. So I, I'm in this scene and I've beaten the shit out of this guy. And I'm like, this is amazing. I'm, I mean, I'm literally beating the crap out of him. And I push his chair to the window and I push him up to the window. And I'm, I'm like, I got to get this information out of him. And what do I do? I let him go. Yeah. So, <laughs> so a bitch fell right out the window. I'm like, holy crap, I just killed this dude. Yeah, so he, like, I, I in, uh, he smashes into a car or something, right? Yeah, um, I'm like. I started laughing so hard. I had to stop for a couple of minutes because I'm like, oh, man, I just failed this mission because I dropped this guy out the window. I didn't realize I couldn't let him go, but it was pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, and then you got to kind of like, if I remember correctly, you have to like kind of fight your way out or at least uh, or undercover, maybe stealth your way out. I, it's been a while since I played, actually. Yeah, so this was what was cool about this game was uh, each, um, it, it was a short game, but each mission has branches. So like that, that particular one, you could either take a stealth route where you, um, you kind of hitman style that where you impersonated the guy, um, to sneak into his room, um, through this armed, heavily armed hotel to grab the, the, um, the, the item that you need to get, or you could just shoot your way in. So you got to choose. So you could actually go back afterwards and play it both ways, but both were distinctly different. You know what I mean? Cause you're really not. You, you you got into a roof scene battle with the one where you're uh, you're doing the stealthy you know impersonation type, um, so you did get to have some action there. Um, but the the other way where you're shooting your way out, they give you completely different weapons and everything, and uh, you you have to shoot your way out. I mean it's it's you got to go floor, floor from floor to floor to get to the roof to get to the chopper, 
and uh, it's completely different. So I, I want to go back and do it the other way, um, you know, on all those missions, because that wasn't just that one mission. Uh, there were several of them that were that way. Yeah, specifically the, uh, the, the chase scene immediately following the fight pits and uh, you're chasing, uh, I think, if I remember correctly, there's a couple of different bad guys that you have to get and you get to pick which way that you go. And uh, that was a particularly epic chasing uh, that I really enjoyed. And, uh, and it was good both ways. Uh, Wolverazza says, you know, who else likes it both ways? <laughs> perfect timing there, Wes. Uh, now, you yeah. know what was funny about this? So this game, I told uh, Eric I was going to go into it, right? I don't have the game, but I've played through it. And I don't think mm. I played it on a different account. I'm very baffled. I almost feel like Oculus took my game back or something. I don't know, man. It's like I know I had it, and I went to go play it, and it's not there. No, you played it on a different shared account. No. Um, but, the, but the good news is now that we have Eric in the fold, uh, and I didn't even know this game was on Steam, to be honest. I probably did know it one time and had, had forgotten, uh, but since it is on Steam, it should uh, pop up in our libraries now. So if you do want to revisit it, uh, it should be there. I, I haven't I haven't done that with Eric yet. Actually, I went and checked today. Maybe that's why. it was. That's how I played it was through Steam before. Um, that would make sense through Shared Library. So, yeah, that's cool. But... Uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this game. I think it's worth it. It's, what, 20 bucks? I mean, that's a, a steal for this game. Yeah, and, uh, you know, um, it, it's interesting because as good as it is, and it's very good, uh, I felt like they left a little meat on the bone there. Like, the strength of the game is also, in my opinion, the, the area they could have improved the most on. Like, they had this great dialogue-driven uh mechanic which had branching paths in every level uh, i feel like maybe they should have leaned more into that and had do something a little more like the walking dead saints and sinners where there are tons of branching paths and uh, that way the game would be just infinitely replayable yeah absolutely yeah this game this game almost seemed like it it fell into um a mistake of coming out before a couple you know it's almost too early because if i could have taken the cover mechanic of fract and then the and then the branching decision making of um of walking dead this probably would be like one you know one of your top five or six seven games right because right. The, I, every time i was playing through this game i just kept thinking i can't i, I want to take cover like i do in fract because if the, some of the fight scenes would have been so much better if you could take cover because basically you're just kind of like you're really running and gunning through this whole thing you you know taking cover is just you can duck behind a, a door but you can't duck down so you know it's you're more just because you have infinite ammo too so you're just kind of just hammering through guys you know um so a cover mechanic with less ammo would have been fantastic so the moral of the story Blood and truth is awesome. <laughs> yeah, yep. And that would be my next thing. This is uh, very close to being. It's a. It's a blood and truth almost, right? It's like it. Yeah. It, it wants it, to be, and it's almost there, but not. It's really like uh, these three titles: Defector, Fract, and Blood and Truth. These are really the only examples of this type of game that we have. These big blockbuster action movie 
type games and uh when you play any of them it's easy to see why these are obviously very elaborate productions uh but i would hope uh going forward as the um obviously the hardware is progressing at breakneck speed uh hopefully we'll get more of these uh bigger uh you know bigger in scale action type games do you, do you expect this to uh be the case roots yeah yeah absolutely so um i was just reading what ray pope was saying um but uh say that again sorry i uh i totally meant i no, no i was i was I, I was saying that really we only have three of these games oh. these big big blockbuster action type games and it's easy to understand why because you can tell from playing any of them that they're rather uh they're big productions right it's right. not the easiest thing to develop but i would expect going forward with the advancements in our hardware that we might uh we might actually get more of these games next generation yeah absolutely i'd like to see um something with uh the decisions that you make for uh, what your dialogue actually affect the game in a way like maybe your character you know um you you become nicer like Re i love red dead redemption too how you you know the things you do and the thing you know can either make you like a a, a, a mean person or a nice person that helps people right kind of a nice or bad i, I kind of like that as well so right so the dialogue uh definitely could have uh you would expect it even to 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 be more varied and diverse and have more of an impact on the game and the reason why eric is because they have such a foundation that they've laid here uh you, you're obviously playing this super spy type character and you have this kind of ai ability to uh to analyze the the people and places and things that you interact with and what i found super impressive about this game is the fact that every character in this game even the most minuscule character that has nothing to do with the story you have a complete profile on where you can read their 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 background where they came from i mean it, it really is impressive the level of detail that they laid down here with regards to the character work yeah it's amazing that you, you you hit you see so you, you hit a button on your touch controller it's like the b button and it, it brings up a dossier on everybody that you're facing so you know even like a character that you like you're in the you're in this like fight club and you're in like the alleyways before you can get into the actual arena where they fight and you just see these random characters like you know buying fruit in the street and like there's one guy like playing guitar for money and you walk up to him and you just you hit this button and it brings up their entire dossier of you know who they are and what they what they like and what they don't like and you know, it helps you. It helps you and and points you in the right direction to um to make the conversation go the way you want. So when it is an important character that you're talking to, you can look at their dossier and you can actually see that this person you know likes this or doesn't like this or they're very direct and they don't like any bullshit. So you can't. So you don't want to give them any bullshit answers. You want to be direct with them, and that points you in the right direction because you can only make so many wrong choices with your answers, right? Or you or you're gonna fail. Or you, you know, you're gonna get killed. So you've got to be careful of what you say and how you say it. So you have to really read those dossiers and, and you really get a good idea of what the, the person's about so you can move the story forward without dying. Right. And then they really take advantage of it in certain scenes, don't they? Uh, for example, I, I remember a scene with like a weapons dealer or something that you have to kind of barter with to get the stuff that you need. 
and uh i mean that that was really elaborate drawn out thing with mini games all around i mean that was one of my favorite parts of the entire game they had so much stuff in this game i mean there was you know there's gunplay there's climbing there was melee um melee done fairly well too i thought it was really good um with you know with your fighting techniques um you know and uh it was just they had they went and they went into a lot of different directions and did it really well i was impressed with the whole thing yeah and i think ray pope nailed it here and he says if the game didn't get so much negative feedback i wonder if more content or even a defector two would have happened because uh we never got any of that and it's it's a shame now because here you are experiencing this game for the first time with none of that overhead none of those expectations that people had when it launched experiencing it clean and i mean it's pretty obvious this is an amazing game isn't it yeah it really is i mean i i, I was i recommended i recommended this game to two more people before i came on tonight um and i said you guys need to go get this game if you don't have this game somebody who just got signed up for shadow so they're just starting um pc for the first time and another person <laughs> that just bought a bought their own p you know uh, own desktop I'm like, go get this game. And they downloaded them immediately. And I can't wait till they play them so we can talk about it. Just because I was blown away, you know, and I, I can't believe I've had this game sitting in my library for four months, you know, and, and uh, you know, I just haven't played it. And, uh, you know, that's unfortunate because I enjoyed it so much. And I can't wait to get back because I haven't finished it yet. And, and uh, I'm going to finish it. That's one of these. Ooh. That's one of those games that I am going to go back. I know it's not a super long game, so I, I will be able to do it. So, um, but, yeah, I'm definitely going to go finish this game. Yeah, I was. I'm glad you said that. That way, we didn't uh, spoil anything for you. Definitely, definitely need to get back in there and finish it. Uh, Dave Station VR joining the chat. What's up, buddy? He says two dollar tips don't show up anymore or something. I don't know, man. Two two. So five dollar support from Dave. We appreciate it so much. But not to be outdone, Dark Angel with the six fifty tip says, "Look at there, I found Dave's tip." Uh, <laughs> thank you, Dark Angel. And this is actually. We're going to go ahead and thank her twice. Thank you. Thank you. Because she, uh, she gave us the 650 tip on, uh, on my walking dead stream yesterday that I missed. So, uh, thank you. Thank you, dark angel for all the support. And, uh, thanks again, Dave, for, uh, thanks for, uh, coming and hanging out with us. Yeah. The tip train. Choo -choo! We appreciate you know, it for, for sure. You know, you know who else found Dave's tip? My mom. Oh, I did not hear that one. That was a rumor that did not make it to my ears. You know what was cool about the uh, this game as well is like it really did have that um, over the top action hero like moments where you were like, oh my god, I'm like jumping out of an airplane and you know it's crazy, it gets out of control. And uh, I, I think your recommendation was well uh, well placed, Mash. It's definitely worth yeah, it. Yeah, now now I want to go play it again. This, <laughs> so this is the problem I have. Like I, I need to finish. The Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners. <laughs> now I just want to go play uh, Defector. Yeah. So thank you, Eric. Yeah, yeah, I was kind of thinking the same thing. Well, I'm going to thank the Discord of Virtual Strangers because I, I bought this game. I, I put it out there, and it was on sale on the Steam Winter Sale. And I went into Discord, and I'm like, "Is I, I said, you know, I know Defector. I've heard of it, but is it worth it? Who's played it? Is it worth me going? You know, and it was on sale for like ten bucks or something cheap. And I'm like, is it worth ten bucks? And everybody's like, it is worth ten bucks. Go get it right now. So I grabbed it. So I think it was like Radio Run and Roots and a couple other different people said, go get it right away. So thank you. Yeah, that's definitely worth yeah. 10 bucks. Definitely worth 20 yeah. bucks. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was underpriced at 20, actually. Um, so yeah, it, it's a it's a triple A quality 
game, even if it isn't the longest. And even if uh, there was some untapped potential with their uh, with, with the way they set the game up, um, still a great experience. And I really wish that the PCBR community hadn't let their expectations get in the way of their enjoyment with this one. Because if they hadn't, uh, we probably would have gotten a sequel or at least some DLC by now. Yeah, absolutely. Anthony Mann Wexford uh, nails it. He says a lot. Tom Cruise moments. They're definitely absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's what this is. This is like Mission Impossible or, you know, any of those spy movies, James Bond. I mean, very cool. Yeah, it's a great game. Definitely a recommend on all of our parts. Uh, if you catch it, I mean, even if you don't catch it on sale, it's worth the full price. Uh, go pick it up and check it out. Yeah, Drew says now he's going to play it. He's getting his PC VR peaked again. He said he might even own it already, which is very possible. Yeah, check both of your libraries, Drew. It was originally an Oculus exclusive uh, that came to Steam. So uh, check both of your libraries. And if you don't have it, pick it up. You said you need stuff to play. There's, there's a good one. Yep, absolutely. Hell yeah. Uh, so Roots, that leaves you, my friend. What did you attack from your backlog this week? Ah, well, I uh, I had a, a sleepless morning. I woke up really early. I couldn't go back to bed. And I thought, you know what? I uh, I just, I don't even know why. I just felt like I wanted to play the room VR. I wanted to think, I guess, maybe put my mind to the challenge or something. But um I was actually really impressed with uh, how far I, well, you know, I've never made it through that first room. I've always got stumped. Um, but uh, it's a little persistence and a little thinking and a couple of hints. And uh, I just breezed on through and I'm now into the next area. And this game, I can see why this game is, um, it's like one of the, the best VR game, um, escape the room games out there. And everybody would say that. Like everybody that I see um, says this is, is one of the best, if not the best, out there, um, with the exception of Mist, of course. But uh, so yeah, well, I haven't played it. Uh, I've never. This is one of the uh, few I, I haven't played. Uh, but I'm impressed. I'm impressed right off the top here because I know that puzzle games aren't generally your bag. Uh, you lose patience with them fairly quickly. So the fact that you're sticking to this one tells me a lot about how good this game must be. Yeah, yeah, it's actually really, um, what's good about it is I like puzzles that make sense, that are logical, you know, like my mind is logical. And so, like, if it's some kind of weird thing that doesn't make sense, it, it you know, it, and it's also um, environmental, and you're changing things, you're moving things around. I mean, it's just really good. The first first level alone, I know you'll, you'll really dig it, um, but uh, I think it's $30. And I would say this for me, um, it's a, it's well worth every penny. Yeah, uh, so many good uh, puzzle titles out there. I, I was noticing that this week, uh, just because of the Oculus Quest sales, there's four of them on sale. And then we've got, uh, obviously, I Expect You to Die, which we're going to be talking about in a moment. And then uh, and then Mist comes out, what, tomorrow? Mist comes out? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, so many great puzzlers in uh in vr i'm not sure that we have another genre in vr that is quite as stacked with great games as uh the puzzle genre uh eric have you played the room i have and this is my number one puzzle on whatever platform you're playing 
this is this is this is the the best, especially on the quest. But this is the best puzzler out there, and I've played pretty much all of them. And uh, and and Mist is beautiful and it's great, but Mist frustrated me so bad that I have not gone back to it. And I'll always keep going back to the room. This is a beautiful game set in an awesome awesome atmosphere. The puzzles are challenging without being frustrating. Um, everything makes sense. You don't need a notebook. You don't need to, you know, read through journals to get to the answers. You can pretty much always figure something out if you work it out. And it's going to take you time. It's not an easy game. It might take you time. But, yeah, this is my number one for sure. It comes off like it has a, uh, like a, a dark theme to it. Maybe not quite on the level of a horror game, uh, but certainly uh, dark themes. Am, am I off base here with this? No, no, this is definitely a dark theme for sure. Uh, in the chat, uh, I want to cause you ask if um, Defector was the Wilson's Heart guys. Yeah, that's right. Twisted Pixel. They've done uh, a lot of good games. Yeah. If you look at their library, they got some good games. Yeah, yeah, they're they're very good. And it's been a while since we've heard from them. I'm very excited to learn what they've been working on. The best thing about this game, I think, is the environments. I think what you said, MASH, is, is true. It's like um, London 1800s or something. It's just really cool, and that's one of the things that you say you love, Wes, about VR the most is the ability to time travel, right? To be able to go back in time to to London or wherever in a time that we can't see. Um, I just thought it was really cool. Uh, Dark Angel says, Mist is hardcore. That is true. You have to have some dedication to progress in Mist because a lot of the clues are very obtuse and you have to take notes, man. You have to stick to it. Um, Corporate Zombie says, I played down the rabbit hole yesterday. Uh, ended up playing it for nearly three hours. Yeah, I like uh, the environments and the characters in that game. It's really a cool world to visit uh, down the rabbit hole. Mash, you were telling me that you loved down the rabbit hole so much that he like immediately grabbed his wife and said, here, you need to check this out because um, that's how impressed you were with it, right? Yeah, it's one of those games that I that if you want to put people into VR, the the perspective change in that, um, where you're following yourself down the hole, and you can actually grab your environments and and I actually took my whole head, I took the environment, grabbed it in both hands, and I actually brought my head into it, and all of a sudden my head is inside this room, and I'm seeing a little tiny detail on these pictures and the walls, and it's amazing the way you move around that entire game, and uh, my wife is you know she is not into VR at all, she's just not a gamer. But I put her into that, and she was stunned with that one. I mean, she was just like, this is amazing. I cannot believe it. And it's such a cool game perspective-wise. So I'll always start show people that one if, I, if they're new to VR. Yeah, th that aspect of it reminded me of uh, one of the Gen 1 uh, experiences that that was out at the very beginning of, uh, of Consumer VR. I think it was called Alumet or something like that. And it had all of these little houses in front of you with, these little people in them and you could stick your face through the wall and and it was very detailed like that so yeah yeah it was very cool to experience that in uh in down the rabbit hole as well yeah i agree um dark angel says sherlock vibes with the room well that's certainly cool one of the things i really like uh doing is uh, unraveling mysteries in vr and uh corporate zombie talking about down the rabbit hole says i also got to grab 
roots a lot. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> I didn't I didn't get the joke at first, but yeah, there are roots everywhere. And you get to pull yourself. Who doesn't you know who else likes to pull on root, roots as roots? My mom. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'll give that one two thumbs up. That was a good one. You, you took it right out of my mouth, and you know who you couldn't get it out of their mouth? <laughs> my mom! You know who loves two thumbs up? <laughs> my mom! <laughs> She's so busy. She's very busy. But no, Wes, uh, but you you got to go into this, Wes. This has got to be a high on your list for um for uh, Escape the Room games. I, th- I know it's going to blow you away. It may, it may even be your, your favorite of all of them. I'm shocked that Wes has not played this game yet. This is right up your alley, and this is a Viport Infinity game. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. It's in uh, it's in the library for sure, and it's certainly on my backlog uh, list. And uh, furthermore, Roots and I were just talking about how we need to do a, a an episode just on puzzlers, right? We need to we need to pick out you know nine, ten, twelve of the best ones and talk about them. But the problem is, I haven't played the room. I haven't played uh, Fisherman's Tale. I haven't played nearly enough of Shadowpoint, and uh, we're not ready to do this episode yet. So, Mist, Mist comes uh, out tomorrow. Um, Ray man. Pope says uh, Gnomes and Goblins was a good one for detail, and Wes will tell you. I, we never talked about it on the show, but after I went in there, I came and I was like, dude, you got to go into this thing. It's amazing because um, I was blown away by the detail of uh, of Gnomes and Goblins. Yeah, yeah, Roots was uh, very impressed with it, which uh, surprised me. I didn't expect him to, to have much for that experience, uh, and he came out raving about it. So uh, uh, I imagine that it is pretty good, and especially now that they've cut the price down to something that's a little more affordable. Mm. Uh, and I think that might even be on Infinity as well. So it is. It is. Yep. Yeah. So, so there we have, we have homework to do, Roots. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, uh, difficulty, uh, Eric. What what would you place the puzzle difficulty at in uh, in uh, room on a scale from uh, let's say one form, to one to mist from a scale from form to mist? Yeah, uh, where where does it rank? Yeah, I would say it's somewhere probably, um, you know, but you know, definitely. I'm gonna say in the middle, probably like if you're if, if one is form and ten is mist, I'm gonna give it like a seven. So uh, enough challenge <laughs> to to make it rewarding, but not so much to frustrate you greatly. Yeah, that's why I think this is like the perfect puzzler. It really is because it's cha- it's it is super challenging, and the puzzles are very creative. Um, um, and there's different different things you have to do in different environments, and um. You know, it's got that, you know, that London 1800s vibe to it. So all the contraptions are, are, are done that way. So, yeah, I mean, I, I like this game. And I, I again, I hate being frustrated by puzzle games. There's nothing worse. I and mean, here's what's worse. There's nothing worse than being frustrated by a puzzle game when you're in VR. Because right. you're stuck in a headset and you're like, nobody wants to be pissed off in their headset. And that's what <laughs> happens. I mean, I get pissed off. Like especially like with Mist, I just because that's such a beautiful game, and you want to progress in that game, you want to move forward so you can see more cool stuff. And I just end up going, you know what? It's just not worth me putting the effort in to move a little bit forward in this game. And here, it was challenging enough to where I felt really good about it when I got it done, but it didn't cause me to get mad before I got it done. You know what I mean? You need to play uh, Abduction, uh, which might be a little closer to like an eight than a seven. 
but it gives you all of that that awesome uh, creativity and spontaneity that you get in Mist. Uh, only that the puzzles aren't quite on that level of uh, frustration. Yeah, that's one I've always wanted to play. Yeah. yeah, you should check it out. It's really good. Yeah, yeah, they're both good, and uh, I would agree. I think Mist is definitely a little bit more. Um, a little bit more frustrating and and i've said that before too about uh eric about the um it's it's different like playing a puzzle game when you're looking at a monitor it, you don't get as frustrated but when you're in the headset and you get stuck it's like especially if you where you there's nowhere to go you know what i mean you're just looking at this fucking wall and like i want to get out of here um so it, <laughs> it could be frustrating for sure yeah yeah 100 percent yeah, and I mean, um, and what happens is a lot of times you need to take a break, right? That's like, that's how, I, if I ever get frustrated with a puzzle, that's what I usually do is I take, like, I needed to step back for a minute and take a 15, 20 minute break. Problem is with VR, you take a 15, 20 minute break and you get out of VR, and you got to get yourself back into it again. It's not just like sitting down at your computer. Now you got to put your headset back on, you got to get everything back up and running again. So you can't just take those breaks like, you know, you would normally. Yeah, we need, uh, we need to hurry up and get to the day where you can, uh, you can have multiple applications running have one you know on hold in the background while you go play something else so if you get stuck in these puzzle games you can uh, jump into like space pirate trainer or something uh for a minute and, and blow off some steam and then come back into it yeah yeah agreed uh dave station vr says that uh gnomes and goblins was john favreau that is correct uh, John Favreau produced Gnomes and Goblins. John Favreau really into the uh, the tech with VR, using VR intrinsically uh, when he uh, created the world of The Lion King, the, the, the newest iteration of The Lion King uh, Disney movie that came out last year. Uh, apparently VR integral in the production of that movie. And then uh, Gnomes and Goblins, again, an, another... Uh, Another of his projects, another great example of uh, Hollywood embracing the tech. Oh, yeah. When they really embrace it, which is probably pretty sooner than we think, it's going to be amazing. Dark Angel says, uh, odd thing, though, uh, the frustration drives her to want to figure it out more. Um, like in uh, I Expect You to Die, too, which is a perfect segue mm -hmm. into the, uh, to the next game, right? Right. And uh, just a little disclaimer off the top. I don't. I didn't finish the game. Did either of you finish this game yet? No, I finished a, a mission. Does that count? <laughs> I'm, 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 I've done three. How many have you done, Eric? Three. This game is not easy. Not easy. And if you go, if you go in without watching anything else, don't. I mean, you can't cheat now. You can't go watch, you know, gamer tags footage of it either. You know what I mean? Well, you're you doing go it right cold. now. You're watching <clears throat> gamer tags video right now. Yeah, you got to go in cold, you know what I mean? Because you don't want any hints. And this game's not easy. And, uh, you know, just getting through three missions, I, I was like, okay, I, I took some of my time, you know? Did you drink the soda there? I did. I ate the I ate the donut. I ate mm. the muffin. I drank the soda. I ate I the ate, beans. I ate everything, dude. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ate most of the stuff just to get it off the desk. Like in the, the first scene, you, you know, you got the big box of donuts. I'm like, here, it's right in the middle of the way. I got to eat them all. Yeah, I, I I took uh I, I took a drink of the soda. I didn't eat anything. I didn't drink anything. Well, I t I took a drink of the wine, admittedly. <laughs> uh, but uh, 
I didn't trust it, man. You know, they're out to get me. I don't want to eat or drink anything. They're going to poison me. I'll tell you what. I was naive when I got into that second mission. I'm like, just chilling. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to drink. I'm going to light the cigar. And then it dawned on me that I don't, th <laughs> I don't think this guy wants me to live. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm, I'm really enjoying the game so far. Uh, really quick off the top, we should thank the good people at Shell Games who provided uh, our friend Eric here uh, with a review copy, which he uh, he then in turn shared with us. And I guess we should shout out uh, Nick as well, right, Eric? Absolutely, yeah. My uh, my my number one moderator, Nick, um, he does a lot of the interactions with the developers for me just because I don't have a ton, a ton of time. And and uh, he did a really good job. And, and uh, news for you guys, we have now in a shared account, Hellsweeper, we have access. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I nice. noticed GT was playing that this morning, and I was curious whether or not we, we're allowed to share footage of it, or is it just a, a thing that he got permission to do? I, I'm I'm curious to know. No, I think we uh we have access to the uh to the beta, so we can uh, show what's in the beta. No, oh, awesome, cool. awesome. Uh, leave a uh, comment down below if you'd like to see some Hail Sweeper. I have not tried it out yet, uh, but looking forward to checking it out. They're <laughs> saying that it roots that it's like. Uh, Sirento meets Hades. Oh, nice. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm loving some Hades, man. That game is really growing on me every time I play it. Uh, I'm hooked on a new game now. I'm hooked on a new flatty. I'm in trouble. <laughs> so, some people call it hell. I call it Hades. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I expect you to die too. Um, well, I guess we should start with I expect you to die. One, I found it to be a rather enjoyable staple title in uh, the Gen 1 VR library. Um, Ruta, I know you pretty much feel the same way about it. What about you, Eric? How did you like the first one? I loved it. I mean, you know, it's one of those games where you, you get new people into that right away, right? If That's a perfect game for somebody just coming into VR because you get to do all the things that you you want to do new in vr that you've never done before so it's like the perfect introductory game you know what i mean you get to grab things with your hands you get to eat things you get to turn knobs you get to you know to do all the little things and the environments i mean that game for you know the first game just looks so good too right i mean they did such a good job with that game especially when especially with the quest version i mean it looks just as good as the pc version in my eyes yeah i think that um you know, we, we've noticed over our time or our time with the Quest since it was launched a couple of years ago that there's all sorts of different uh, kinds of smoke and mirrors that developers can use to disguise the fact that they're running at, a, you know, a disadvantage on standalone equipment. Uh, and we've seen, you know, various methods being used uh, to do that. But I think the way... I expect you to die does it is probably the most effective and what they use is something called style it's all about the art style in this game the 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 the, the textures aren't super detailed because they don't have to be the art is so stylistic that the game is beautiful and it doesn't matter what platform that you run it on uh it, it's it's beautiful no matter how you look at it what did you think about the opening sequence, the credit sequence? I I was like, wow, this thing like production and it was like entertaining. And I was like, I wish credits were all like this, you know, where 
I, I'm, I want to know who's making the, the, you know what I mean? They're showing me, because usually you see people's names and I'm like, I don't care who's doing the lighting and all that stuff. Maybe other people do and they're really, they're looking for all that. But I just thought it was, it was done very well and um, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I was very much expecting that to be the case uh, because the first one was like that as well. So, uh, you know, when I went into the game to play it, I decided to record my gameplay for the uh, patrons because we hadn't given them anything exclusive uh, in a while. I thought maybe they might enjoy this one. Uh, so I went into the game cold. I have not watched a minute of anyone's gameplay footage. And I made sure that I started it before the uh, the intro sequence because I had a feeling, Eric, that they might do this again. And it was uh, I was not disappointed. Yeah, so good, right? Almost like a James Bondy kind of feel to it, you know? Yeah, yeah, very much so. With the music. Um, yeah. Roots, you know, when you get in here and you actually start experiencing the game, very similar to the original. Uh, it doesn't really have any advanced graphical thing. We, we already talked about it. It's all about style with I Expect You to Die, and it's very much the same style as the original. With regards to the gameplay, we get a little bit of expansion uh obviously uh that very evident in the first mission when you have the uh the agents uh, that find you out um but still it's, it's still very minimal in terms of progression were you at all disappointed uh that there wasn't more of a uh, a progression from the first game to the second uh, i mean i don't know I, I guess we'll i'll know a little bit more once i get further in as far as the the, the puzzles i thought the like even this one that we're looking at now, I thought was unique. I mean, it took me a, f a minute to figure out what's going on, um, but I enjoyed it. Um, I guess it's more of a, if it's not broke, don't fix it type of a thing. You know what I mean? It's like, it worked so well the first time and they didn't really want to, um, you know, change too much. I mean, maybe they could have added something or maybe they do and we just haven't found it yet. What do you think, Eric? Yeah, I was like going in, I was like, I, I kind of had two minds. I, I said to myself, if 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 it's all the same if it's just more of the same they need to have good enough environments and cool enough environments and they have to have um enough of them right it's got to be long enough to make it worth it um or they have to go the opposite way and just put a whole bunch of new shit in it and new techniques and new you know um you know maybe new graphics and make it just look better so i was okay with either way as long as they did it right and i think they did they they decided to go with we know what works we know this is amazing. We're going to give you more great content, but we're going to make it, you know, just as interesting. It's going to look just as beautiful as the first one did. Um, we know what we do well, and we're going to keep doing that. And I think they did it. I think they did enough. They did enough to warrant the the twenty five dollars that that the game, you know, costs. I agree. Uh, the, um, the locations are very varied, as they were in the first game. Uh, but what I think they did an exceptional job of this time around. Uh, was the story continuity like it was more of a, a choppy thing with the first one where you just got these cut the first one kind of had like a backstory where I feel like this one has a, a very well-defined cohesive story from mission to mission to mission yeah it was cool I mean I, and, and who doesn't want to hang out with Wesley Crusher right man I thought it was cool when I f heard it heard his voice right Will Wheaton oh my god Will Wheaton's amazing I love that dude yeah, that's cool. Um, 
Were you as uh, impressed? Well, I mean, impressed, maybe not the word. I really, one of the highlights of uh, the gameplay to me uh, was the um, the force grab system. You know, force grab systems are, are not something that's uncommon to VR games. We, we have them in, in as many games as we don't. But this one is quite unique in the way that it works, the way that you grab things, the way that you can reel them in or or, or, or send them away from you, and the way that you can lock them in the air, I found to be very, very helpful. Uh, Roots, what did you think about the uh, the force grab and interactions in this game? I thought it was really cool because, like, even in the first area, I'm like looking around. I'm like, okay, am I supposed to grab that or not? If I don't, if I can't grab it, then I know I can't use it. Um, you know, and and uh, just being able to feel like even though you're not moving you're able you feel like you're able to do more because there's all sorts of stuff around uh that you can be grabbing and stuff so i did enjoy that and then uh like you said of hanging stuff uh the clipboard being able to put it right next to you and look at it instead of having to i mean it gets weird trying to do puzzles when you're trying to balance stuff and you got a clipboard and it keeps falling on the ground and you're pick you know what i mean we've all done that a million times so i thought it was really good very helpful right eric oh yeah it's so cool i mean you can see why this game was so good when it first came out right because this was a seated game that didn't get people sick and when they were new to vr when everybody was new to vr right i mean this is you know you're you're basically sitting in one spot there's no locomotion you just grab stuff with a you know with a little flick of your joystick and you pull it towards you or you push it away and i love yeah the new feature where you can actually did they have that in the first game i don't remember now i didn't go back and play the first one again so it, my memory is probably not the best it's been a little while did they have that stall feature where you could just put stuff in midair and keep it there if they did i don't remember it i don't remember it at all either so yeah uh, but i thought that was cool i mean it helped out a lot like root said when you have stuff i mean you at one point you try and pull so much stuff near you right because you know you're going to need something eventually right so you got all this shit in front of you, and it's just nice to be able to stick in this in certain spots where it's not rolling all over the place. Right, and it's very helpful too that when uh, w when you put your icon or your cursor on something that you can interact with, and it changes color. That became the most useful tool to me with regards to solving these rooms. Is uh, I, I kind of step outside the uh, the intended flow of the uh, progression of each room and really i the way I, I i dealt with all of the rooms is i would just start by just casing over the whole room interacting with everything i can and finding all of the items that seem like they might be significant or useful uh, as i start to um work on the actual puzzles and after i go over the entire room and have a nice collection floating around me then we get into the story, the puzzle progression, and um, it worked pretty well for me. Like, I only got really stumped one time out of the three levels, and it was in the very first one. And I don't want to give it away, but uh, I felt so stupid after I figured it out. Like, uh, there's a uh, there are three levers in the first puzzle, and you find one, then you pull it, and uh, the stage reacts. It, it, it raises up uh, or, or lowers the curtains, rather. And uh, then you had these other two levers over there. And when you pulled them, nothing happens. And it took me forever to figure mm -hmm. out what to do 
since those levers weren't working. And it was the easiest, simplest uh, thing. It was a big duh moment. Uh, but besides that, I, I had a fairly easy time with it. And I think it was because of this interaction system, because I could point at things and tell what I could, uh, what I could mess with and what I couldn't. And uh, I found it very enjoyable. Yeah, that's definitely a good feature. And uh, it's good that it's attached to something you're using all the time for everything else anyway. You know what I mean? You're already pointing at everything and it does help you uh, help, or at least it helped me in the same way. So, uh, Space Innocent says they did have that in the first game. Well, color me uh, wrong because I, I do not remember it, but it's been a while. It's so. been a while since we played that first one. I mean, uh, let's put it in perspective. I, I think all four of us, of the original right. virtual strangers talked about it so that's how long it's been you know who loves it when it's long like that <laughs> yes he does uh eric obviously a, a game uh developed to be played seated uh were you at all disappointed that there was no turn option or any options at all for that matter in the game no i mean it's the it's the way the game is you know what i mean if it was <clears throat> You know, if it was a different, if it wasn't a sequel, you know what I mean. You know, maybe you'd, you'd expect something more. But I mean, if you've played the first one, you gotta kind of have an idea of what you're getting into here. And like I said, the first one I think was made during the early days of VR to because they were very nervous at that time about bringing people, you know, new people into VR and not wanting to get sick. So, I mean, there, I mean, I can't see anybody getting sick in this game, right? I mean, there's no locomotion. There's no, there's no reason anybody should ever get motion sick in this game. So it's great to bring a new person into. So, you know, I think that's why they did it. And then they had a great success with it. So again, why, why mess with it? You know, you can, you know, you can make this, you know, same great, you know, sequel and have, you know, however many more levels um, doing the same exact thing. And again, there's still a lot of new people in the VR. You know, there's, there's, there's more new people now in VR than there was back then, just because the influx of people with the, you know, with the more affordable headsets now. So you know, to to give people their VR legs and, and have games like this so they can enjoy and not have to worry about it. It's a no-brainer, and, and I still enjoy this game. I mean, I, I'm, I'm all for smooth turn and, you know, full locomotion in every game, and I don't miss it at all in this game. Yeah, well, I mean, I, understandable while there's no locomotion in it, but it did kind of bother me that you have to find items that are not in your 180 view. Some of these things are kind of off behind you, but you can't turn, and you're in a chair. So, like, uh, I had to switch seats and get into this chair, which has a swivel on it, just so I could play comfortably. And I felt like that could have easily been avoided had they just implemented any kind of uh, stick-based turning. Uh, Roots, did, did this bother you at all? Uh, I didn't notice it. I sat in the chair as well, but I I, I totally get what you're saying, um, that it's... Uh... You know what I mean? You would expect that maybe they would have at least have options, right? Put that option in there. Um, they, they tell you you want to have as much space to move around as as, as you can, but maybe you only ha you only have room in front of you, not behind you, or only on the sides, right? You don't want to. Um, it just be a lot easier to turn around with the joystick. Right, right, and, and again, it's meant to be played seated, and they put things behind you. So I mean, you. If you don't, if you're not sitting in a swivel chair, then you have to really, you know, bend and turn around. Um, again, it, it's it's I'm nitpicking, uh, but I'd be lying if I said I wasn't disappointed by the fact that uh, there was no stick turn. 
Yeah. yeah, you're right though. That's one thing I didn't think about because I I played mine in my computer chair and I just I just spun in my computer chair, so I didn't even think about somebody sitting on a couch. If you're sitting on a couch, you're right. It's it, you know you can't you can't only turn so far if you're sitting on a couch or if you're sitting you know you know in a regular flat chair. You know I, I just never thought about that because I that's how I always I always play in my chair. So maybe stand up. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I play in my uh, normally I play my VR chair is a. Uh, a high back bar stool that doesn't doesn't turn but we we do always have the uh the swivel chair within reach in case we encounter a an astrobot situation where we need it right yeah. and uh this was one of those cases cool yeah uh, but all, all in all a very enjoyable experience for me definitely one i want to finish um it seems like uh six missions uh, which is a little bit questionable with length, uh, but if it's anything like the first game, uh, this game is going to keep growing, right? Like, right. Uh, uh, are you worried at all, Roots, that uh, that there might not be more content? Is it worth it to you uh, at twenty five dollars for just the six missions? I would. I mean, I haven't gotten as far as you guys. I only went through two missions, but I mean, if there's only six, you guys have already finished half the game. Um, in one sitting so i would say it you know it's a little bit overpriced at only six but i have no doubt that they will be you know like we questioned that in the the first one and they put out so much content that we're like okay it they've put out a lot of content this is definitely worth it i think it's going to be the same uh, for this one as well eric uh i'm at about an hour and 15 hour and 20 minutes beating the uh the first three missions uh how long did it take you to get through them yeah maybe right around there maybe a little bit longer maybe like an hour and a half um right around there so yeah i would say it's you know it maybe is a little little short um we'll see how how they ramp up too because i remember in the in the first one it got a lot harder as you went i mean that last mission what was the submarine was hard bullshit um that was, was hard to get through yeah so i mean <laughs> if, i mean if, if they ramp up in in uh in complexity um then I think it could uh, it could it's going to take you more time to beat it for sure. Was the third right. one harder than the first one? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think that the the second one was all that difficult, but the uh, the third one certainly uh, a, a significant ramp up in terms of complexity. Uh, there, there's more things you have to interact with. It's all still the same type of puzzle solving, uh, but there's there's more to it, right? Hmm. Uh, but uh, you know, I I think that uh, it's highly likely that we're going to get additional missions the way we did the first time, and um, I do find it interesting though the, the the way that people treat different games differently, right? Because we had Fract come out two weeks ago that was uh, around. Uh, I'm assuming going to be around the same amount of time to complete it at $30 and people almost lost their shit over it mm. where everybody's universally celebrating this game. Uh, I get, maybe it's because it's a beloved franchise and it's a sequel. I don't know, but uh, it's interesting to me uh, the way different people react to different games. Uh, Dave station says it's apparently it's three and a half hours long and the initial missions are way longer than the later ones um that's what pearl without pearl said at least well uh if that's true it's not going to take me three and a half hours 
uh, to get to get through it again. I'm about halfway right now, and uh, um, uh, hour fifteen, hour twenty is where we're sitting at right now. So okay. Uh, anyway, uh, again, shout out to the Patreons, our patrons out there. Uh, I did uh, record what I've my gameplay so far, and I'll probably continue to do so and just upload it to you guys exclusively i always feel bad doing that though roots because we have people in the chat here who aren't patrons who are like no, i'm struggling with this and i'm struggling with that and my instinct is to want to help them uh but i you know i doubt they want to, to have the puzzle spoiled for them anyway so uh you know this will this will be one for the patrons we'll, we'll, we'll keep it as such yeah we got to give them something right so yeah well i mean we <laughs> promised these people exclusive content you give it to them their, uh, you do every week you give them the notes you give them behind the scenes stuff uh but i think we need, need to give them more too yeah infinitely grateful to all of you um not only the ones who support us monetarily but anyone who um who interacts be it on the discord or in the in the youtube channel in the comments uh, or, or those of you who show up live, but we really appreciate the support, everyone. And uh, again, shout out to the patrons. Just uh, keep an eye out. I'm going to upload this stuff, if not tonight, definitely tomorrow, uh, so you guys can see my method to, uh, to to solving these puzzles. The method to the madness, for sure. I want to watch now and see see how different our play 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 playthroughs were. It's exactly. You know, what if it was if exactly the figure, same? Figure out. Yeah, right. Well, you described it earlier, my, my play style in, in The Walking Dead as methodical. Mm -hmm. uh, that that very much is how I would describe my uh, my uh, gameplay in, in this one as well. It's very methodical uh, system. I, I figure out, I've been figuring out puzzles before, like, the story, like, pops up this part of the puzzle. Like, I'm finding stuff and putting it in place and... You know, the guy's like, oh, well, you're a good mind reader and, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> uh, it's it's good fun. I, I, I enjoy uh, not only with puzzle games. It, you could tell in the Walking Dead stream as well. I like to uh, be as informative as I can mm. about my logic with how I approach these games. So um, it might be it might not be the most exciting thing. It certainly uh, slows me down a little bit, but. Uh, I enjoy it, and uh, people find it helpful. Wolveraza, for example, uh, very grateful for uh, me sharing my uh, my methodology in uh, Saints and Sinners. So uh, it, that's why I do it, and uh, it makes me feel good to hear people say that. Yeah, I just um, grab stuff and shove it in there and see if it fits. <laughs> and then when it doesn't fit, I shove something <laughs> else in there and see if it fits, and then it does, and I'm like, oh, my God, it worked. Crazy. Uh -huh. Yeah, you know who loves that approach when you just kind of try to shove it in there? My mom. Oh yeah, she does. Dave Station VR says that's that's what without parole said at least. Not sure if they're a re reputable source. Yeah, well you you never know with those guys. Uh, <laughs> they're spot on one day and then the next day they're just out there, man. <laughs> anyway, I think that's going to wrap up our conversation for the day. Want to thank all of you who showed up in the chat and those of you watching after the fact, um, Eric, thanks once again, not only for, uh, you know, uh, 
saving the day and uh, saving me from my own procrastination and laziness by providing a review copy here. But uh, thanks for uh, coming by and talking uh, with us about it as well. No, thank you guys for letting me come on and do it. And thanks for letting me get into, you know, give me a reason to get into the factor and have such a bald planet. So and, appreciate it. And I, um, I just have one thing for uh, Wolveraza. How dare you? How dare you, bro? There's never too many mom jokes, bro. Never right, too many. Right? I mean, come on, man. Yeah, come on, come man. Come on, man. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you like the video, give it a thumbs up. If you're new to the channel, hit the button and the bell to stay subscribed. We're going to keep going, friends. Content day after day after day. Uh, we're going to be hitting Saints and Seniors again probably tomorrow. Uh, I'd almost jump in it right now, honestly, if I had a crew down to uh, to watch. But uh, we're going to give you guys a break. And um, anyway, uh, what else? Uh, we already shouted out the patrons. Keep an eye out for your guys' exclusive gameplay. Going to be hitting uh, the Patreon tonight or tomorrow. Again, those of you who would like to uh, support us on Patreon, just $3 per month gives you access to our weekly show notes exclusive content and uh and even the occasional collaboration although that doesn't happen uh quite as often anymore um and then of course you know the discord there's an invitation down below to join the virtual strangers discord which is where we all hang out where we all talk vr we all share our hardware leads shout out derail for putting playstations in people's hands and uh, yeah, it's where we live. It's our home. And we cordially invite you into our home to make it your own. So again, invitation in the description down below. Be sure to join us. Yeah, come home. We're waiting. Anyway, with that said, friends, I'd like to thank you all once again for watching. And for Eric and Roots, I'm Wes. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow, friends. Bye now. Take it easy. See you later.